Hi everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. You know what? I'm only 20. You know, I have about 70 years left as if if tomorrow is promised. Um, (laughs) And then you're just like... Let me just do me today, every day. And I'm just like, and that's not even biblical. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Sound Seed, where prayerfully the seed we are sowing is sound. (laughs) Amen. I love that. Um, (laughs) But come through, come through. I am here with um, another beautiful lady. Her name is Shelley. Her name is Shelly, um, or Shells, Shelly, Shells, Shells, yeah, Shelly's and my that. name is, is Ifa, um, yeah, and today we are going to talk about a topic that I think we kind of go through in our 20s, if you're in your 20s <laughs> and you're listening to this, I'm so glad you're here, um, but it, it's called How to Waste Your Life, <laughs> yeah. How to waste your life. And I think we think the 20s are to be wasted. Um, But before we go into that and discuss how to waste your life in your 20s, (laughs) um, (laughs) I want to ask you, Shelley, have you ever looked back in retrospect of something? Always. um, That you... She's like, oh, I could write a book about that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I could write a book about that. Um, but have you ever looked back in retrospect and wish you did things differently in your life? Oh, so many times. <laughs> you know, oh, it's it's always funny because I'm I'm look I look back and I'm just like, I wish I chose option B, especially like in the moment where I'm like, oh, option B would have been better, and then as I experience option B, I'm like, you know what, this was this was for a purpose. <laughs> Or, you know, even if it wasn't for a purpose, I'm just like, you know, you took this and you turned it for my good God. So, hallelujah. Um, but so much, so many times I've done that. <laughs> what yeah. about you? And what what was option B normally, if you could put it into a sentence? Um, it's just in the moment, something that I thought, you know, would benefit me more, something that I thought I would enjoy more. Um, for example, um, when I did my placement um, for uni, on the first week, um, I started the job and I was just like, you know, this isn't all what I expected it to be. You know, I, you know, I expected to <laughs> give and uh, remember, this is only one week in placement. Uh, I'm just like, no, I'm expecting more, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get much from this placement that I can apply to my career and put on my CV, which is what a placement is for. And when I tell you to this day, that is one of my favorite jobs I have ever oh. had. Um, the skills that I picked up, um, the people I met, the experience that I had, um, the change I went through, like, when I tell you, best, one of the best experiences, one of the best jobs I've ever had, imagine, because uh, during that first week, I'm just like, you know, it's not too late. I can even apply for another job. I can even apply for another uh-huh. placement. There are still placements, you know, um, um, <laughs> of applications going out. I'm like, I can, I can reside. I, I, that, all that was going through my head, imagine. 
it's so funny. And I think that's true of a lot of our lives, right? Um, we we look back in retrospect and we actually we remember that those were good days, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but in the midst of it, we were like, never, I have to leave this place now. I cannot breathe. I'm so tired. Um, and it just reminded me of so many testimonies that I've heard of people that were waiting for something, either a job, a new house, a spouse. They, they would always say, I wish I worried less or I wish I didn't spend all my time thinking about what I don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it reminded me of a song by this pop artist. She's not, she's not a Christian, but she's called Alicia Cara. And she says, first couple lines, I love her. She says, do you know her? Oh my gosh, I've listened I to her, her. albums. I, I think oh my, I think her she, voice, I think is absolutely to... amazing. And the message yeah. in her songs is usually really yeah. positive and uplifting. It's really 100%. She's, she's able to communicate um, human, like the, the, the things that humans go through in a way mm-hmm. that not a lot of people can. But anyway, in her song called Best Day, she says, so much harder to be honest with yourself at 20-something. Wish I knew what I'm becoming and felt the ground while I was on it. Hoping, waiting on a moment, not knowing if it's coming or it's going. What if the best days I have left behind? What if the rest stays the same for all my life? And then she keeps going. And then she says, are the best days just the ones that we survive? And I was like, this is deep for pop. Like, this is deep. This is deep. Honestly. Because <laughs> I think I think sometimes we waste our life living for a moment, not knowing that the moment should be lived in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the moment, even right now, having a conversation with you, sometimes my, my head can be like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. I need to do this. And I you're totally, so... like, living or, or missing your life because you're waiting for a moment. Um, and I, I used think to do as, that so much. Mm-hmm, as twenty-year-olds, if you listen to this and you're not twenty yet, um, sometimes as whatever-year-olds, we live our life for a moment and we anticipate that moment so much so that everything we do is um, is for that moment and forgetting that there is life to be lived even in the now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it was really important to remind myself and, you know, especially during times of waiting and disappointment and suffering that, hey, each day is a good day, right? Each day can be a best day. And just using her, her, her language and the words that she used, we don't have to wait until, you know, graduation or until you get a new house you know mm-hmm. you don't have to wait to live and I think oh that's a word I just think it was just such an important reminder for me that if I, you don't have to wait to live show up each day and I think mm-hmm. that's one level right yeah there's one level that we can waste our life by living for a moment um but I also think in another level um author, speaker, and pastor, Jonathan Procleda, says that we can waste our life by making the useless things important and the important things useless. Mm, yeah, I, I love that. And I was like, oh my God. That is so true. Because you what can... You think about that? Because... <laughs> that is so true because, um, yes, we can, we can um, be in the moment and thinking about the future, the future, the future. 
But then at the same time, you have, you know, the opposite side of that, where you can be so in the moment and you're not, you know, you're not um, planning for the future or thinking for the future at all. So, for example, you can you can be in the present and you're just like, I must save, 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 save. And, you know, when, you know, your friend asks you out to have a catch up, you know, over tea, you're just like, you know, I don't have money. It's not my budget. You know, um, you're just being so frugal with your money. And then you're just, I have to save, I have to save, I have to save, you know, I want to buy a house. And then on the other side of that, you can be like, enjoyment, enjoyment, enjoyment. Mm. And then um, the future comes and you have no money. <laughs> you have no money saved up. And it doesn't even have to be for a house. It can be for an emergency. So, you know, there are, it's basically like you can live your life on the end of two extremes and where we're, we're meant to be balanced. Um, so yeah, I completely, I completely agree with that, honestly. 100%. And, and when, I, when I heard it, I was like, oh my goodness, it's so true, right? And again, society is always going to be in reaction to what has happened before. Um, so something that I've seen more recently is how there's been a surge of like reels being made. A lot of people are documenting their experiences. And oh, why I is that? We didn't have any experiences, right? Like during lockdown, we weren't doing anything. I we were doing a bunch of now. challenges on stories. <laughs> yes. So I think now any opportunity we get right we want to document it because i think we we do recognize and realize that the life we're living is kind of like a movie you know we're not watching other people's lives but we should be living our own mm-hmm. um so i think there is an aspect that we recognize that but i also think that sometimes we can spend our time making those things the most important thing mm-hmm. and in doing so we're wasting our life you know if we are constantly chasing an ideal or an image or um, a, per- a, a person that we we think that we ought to be, or we're constantly chasing um, ourselves and not not necessarily Christ or ideal, it can make life quite useless. <laughs> if you think about the grand scheme of things, honestly, I'm generally speaking. No, I'm you're definitely about true. Some of the thoughts that that come to our mind as twenty something year olds um, trying to navigate this world um, that that can kind of cause us to think about ourselves alone and not consider God's plan um, and God's grand, yeah, God's grand plan for salvation and for the Mm -hmm. future. We can miss it. So I think we're going to use that definition of Jonathan Procluder. You can waste, wasting your life means making the important things useless or the useless things important. Yeah, honestly. And it's, it's so hard to kind of like ground yourself um, in a balance between those because <laughs> how many times have we said like oh my goodness you know I remember in A-levels you know being so excited for uni <laughs> like no 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 we actually had like in our common room like on um, on the whiteboard we actually had a countdown <laughs> like literally and then so um, every day someone would come in and would update like you know like full-on update the board with how much days left until like to be fair until the end of A-levels because we, we, no one was really sure when they were getting <laughs> Um, when they were going away for uni but then even me I had a personal countdown because I'm just like this is what I'm leaving yeah um and then like I got to uni and uni was great but then like I had so many moments where I'm just like I miss those days in A levels I wish I favored them more I wish I actually spent more time actually laughing more with my friends <laughs> instead of really just focusing like ah uni because I remember I remember the- <laughs> 
if I was one of those students who spent all her time in student room, you know, looking at what university would be like, I was one of them. <laughs> like, yes, I spent time with my friends, but I'm just like, I definitely could have spent more. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, like, I think there's an excitement um, in the future. You know, there's an excitement in the future. And then obviously in your 20s, um, that excitement maybe be, uh, maybe, um, um, maybe have turned into anxiety for the future. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I need to do this. You know, I need to set myself up for a good future. Um, so I think when you're younger, it's excitement. When you're in your 20s, it becomes a bit more of anxiety. Um, and then on the other side, it's more, um, you know what? I'm only 20. You know, I have about 70 years left as if you're, as if tomorrow is promised. Um, And then you're just like, let me just do me today, every day. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, and that's not even biblical. (laughs) Um, It's not. And I think, (laughs) yeah, that's, that's what I want to go into um, is how to reframe those thoughts. Um, But I wanted to ask you what things preoccupy our minds and our hearts as 20 something year olds what do you think what things preoccupy um relationships um for a lot of people they are priority you know i need to find my man i need to find my girl get wifed up get booed up um job you know i need to secure my job i need to secure that promotion and start earning this much by this age um there is um, I want to get on the property ladder. I want to buy my house. Um, <laughs> I think those, and then like, <laughs> I think this is more like a, like an existential one. Um, um, especially as a Christian, you're kind of just like, I need to find my purpose and I need to find it in my twenties because I need to start working in my purpose yesterday. <laughs> I say this as a person who has had this existential crisis in her twenties. Oh my God. <laughs> And then, oh my goodness, Lord, Babe. did you give me one? Honestly, I had an existential oh crisis God. one time and it was a madness. Because I really sat there like, I don't think God gave me a purpose, guys. Oh no. Oh wow, Father, deliver us. <laughs> so so the things that you mentioned, it can be a lot. It can, it can be a lot. But I don't want us to waste our life or waste our 20s, you know, making the useless things important. And I'm going to go into who defines important right yeah. um and making the important things useless um but the things that you mentioned you know relationships property ladder jobs those things are not bad but something you said i think is really key when aspirations become anxiety we need to check it you know because if i'm aspiring to something but now it's having a a, 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 a chokehold hold on me a chokehold a stronghold kadaba we don't want that to happen, you know? So we don't want um, aspirations to become anxieties, but we want to have these aspirations, but make sure that we leave our hands wide open so that God is able to do whatever he wants when he wants to do it with our lives. Um, that's right. That, that's ultimately, ultimately what we want to do. So if you were listening to this and you were like, yeah, but who defines what is important when I said wasting your life means that you make the useless things important and the important things useless. The next question in our minds probably is something like, well, then who decides what is important? Do I decide what is important? Yeah, it can be subjective. Depending on the person, it can be subjective. It can be subjective, 100%. Because they're like, well, my nails are important. Well, (laughs) uh, self-care. And and, look at me. Me and Shelly have nails on right now. (laughs) Nails! I mean... They're all important. You know, my vacation over giving to ministry is so important. Like, obviously. 
yeah, but I think I'm, I answered a question. I asked a question before. I asked this one, but I'm going to answer this particular question about what we decide what is important. Um, and Erin Davis, she's a Bible teacher, and she uses Revelation 21.4 to kind of help us determine what things are important in our lives and what things are useless with the lens of Revelation 21 verse 4. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the former things have passed away. And in her you know, episode or in her teaching series, you can find it's called The Deep Well by Erin Davis. Um, she used Revelation 21 and she puts she gives us two buckets or two categories and she has a bucket called the eternal things bucket and another bucket called the former things bucket and I was like Erin what's she saying and she said that everything in the world can go into these two buckets Uh everything in the world she said in the eternal things bucket we have God Uh we have his word and we have people those are the only things in the eternal things bucket. Mm, and she said in the okay. former things bucket is everything else. <laughs> I was like, what? Wait, 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 wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, what about my my, you know, what 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 is very precious that I have? What about my phone? Or what about <laughs> my, you know, my Louis Vuitton bag? You know, what Come about on. those things? What about my property ladder? Like, what about what? the property ladder that I need to climb? <laughs> That's not in the eternal things buckets. Oh, God. What? Oh, that is so but I think great. S- sometimes we need that kind of clarity um, and just that kind of distinction to be like, the things that we think are important in view of eternity, they're probably not, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I was like, Erin, you're really coming from my throat. Because if you want to live your life making the important things important, um, you're going to reorientate your priorities. How am I spending time with God, his people, his word? How am I being of service to other people? How, how am I making sure that my life is not just for me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think those, th- those two buckets that she laid out was just so key. So that's the definition we're going to work with as well. I love well. that. So who, I just love that because I'm just like visuals always like help with learning so like just her giving us that like visual to be like (laughs) one bucket it's easier to it's easier to kind of really just see okay this is very clear now it's very defined what is important and what isn't Mm -hmm. there we go so that's what we're gonna use to define what is important um which I think was very necessary but back to the question about what things preoccupy our minds and our hearts in our 20s one of it is ourselves I think we preoccupy... She said, oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we preoccupy our hearts and our minds. Um, And we say things like, I'm I'm, I'm young, you know, I'm not really hurting anyone. I can do whatever I want. There's not really going to be a cost in the future. It's fine. But I think if if we forget that habits form us for the future, we're always going to think that our future is tomorrow and not today. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Um, but we can be so preoccupied, you know, with 
ourselves you know I just need to focus on me um, I'm not really hurting anyone with this right now I can do whatever I want to do and it can be a very harmful um, and another way to waste your life because yeah very slippery slope <laughs> very slippery that one. slope yeah and I think another one this is from Jonathan Bucluder article how to waste your life you can find this online just want to expand on it a little bit but another one that kind of adds to what I said before is believing that life is all about you <laughs> there's 7.6 billion people in this world but no you think you are the most important one. You think the whole world has to stop, stop because you had a crisis. You think all your friends must pick up because you're going through something and they cannot have anything else to do with their life. It must be about you. That's another way to waste your life. If you really believe that you are the only one that is special and you are more important than anyone else and you are God's chosen blessed child and you are most, you are higher than everyone else. You are the most important part. <laughs> Honestly, I use I use bad English on purpose, but yeah, I think that's another way that we can waste our life. That is like that is definitely so true. Obviously, it's kind of like um a condition. Um, how we kind of like <laughs> it's a part of like a human condition. Because I remember um reading a study where it speaks about you know um the stages that a child goes through as they grow up and like their love mm. maps and such like that. Um, and you know at one stage, you know when they're toddlers, it's all about them, <laughs> which is why sharing becomes so difficult because it's like it's just me um so like you know sharing with siblings or having a sibling becomes like so difficult because it's just like they're the center of their own universe at that point in time um and it's normal you know so obviously you know you know parents shouldn't be you know afraid when their kid is all about me 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 but then it's very mm. important that they go past that stage and obviously you know, your environment your community that is meant to help you know um usher you out of that stage and actually become aware of the fact that people are you know people are around people exist that are not you and i think um i think that obviously the pandemic hurt that you know because a lot of kids were born not knowing that people existed um <laughs> No, no. I saw so many videos of like pandemic children going outside for the first time and the amount of children who were either afraid of humans or who were just shocked that another, I saw one, a, a, a toddler was shocked that another baby existed outside of her and because obviously she's surrounded by her parents. So she knows adults, but then she's just like, there is another little person here. <laughs> Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's so just like uh <laughs> so we actually have like you know that innate thought um that you know it's us and i think even the media can um you know they hurt us sometimes in the stories that they show us because you have so many movies and books that have the chosen one and then right. so you have a lot of people especially if you're growing up you have a lot of kids um and um they take that feeling of wanting to be known and wanting to be seen and they're just like okay that means i want it all to be about me i want to be the chosen one <laughs> so they walk around the world and there's even this trend nowadays um, um with people saying i am the main character i said <laughs> yes yes I've i am the that. main character of the story i'm the main yes. character of my friendship group i like I'm like, <laughs> yeah i've seen it i've seen it they're just like i'm the main character of my friendship group and if you don't know who the main character is that means it's not you i said oh my gosh wow wow, wow the, the whole is, is this what we're calling confidence because that is so yeah, people were just, cheeky. Because people and were arrogant. making videos and they're just like, and you know what? You can be upset, but this is just me speaking from a, a, a point of confidence. I said, no, please, no. So I guess this is another way to waste your life. Think that it's all about you. 
<laughs> and it sounds so countercultural, doesn't it? But if you think about the way that God wants his people to be and to dwell together, mm-hmm. it's always been together. Yeah. Right, it's always been with one another, and I think that's why God has given us diverse gifts. He's not given all the gifts to one person because we need each other. We cannot do things by ourselves. I think it was, is it oh, what show was I watching now? It's on Prime. Absolutely love it. But it's about this um, witch. <laughs> so I'm thinking about my mom. And that's exactly what I'm thinking. My mom would be like, eh, "It's about witch." witch. But it's, about, it's, it's, it's about this witch who has been separated from her cousin or her sisters. And one of the rituals of being a witch means that you can heal others, but you cannot heal yourself. Because it, it, may, it, may, it means that you have to exist in, oh, in a coven. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you, you cannot be, you cannot have that power by yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you get hurt, you're going to need another person around you to heal you. And listen, I'm not saying that you know, the go find a coven. Of witches, <laughs> hallelujah. I'm not saying that you go and find a coven either, but I am saying that there is a principle there that we are comforted and healed when we are with other people, right? 100%. Um, and we need that. So if you want to waste your life, think it's all about you. If mm-hmm. you don't want to waste your life, spend it in service to others. 100%. There's even such comfort in that. Like there's scripture in the Bible where it says like, you know, um, you can find comfort in the fact that like know that you are not the only person going through this and like you know so like I think I think a lot of times you know when you're going through something and you're just like no one has ever experienced this pain that hey. I'm experiencing no one has hey. ever experienced this hurt that I'm experiencing the way that I that, that I've experienced it's a lie. like and so like and then like you can isolate yourself in that way as well you can just be like I'm all alone because no one will ever understand it's just me 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 and that's that you're wasting your life because now you're you you put yourself in this bubble for you to suffer alone you know mm-hmm. instead of like you know finding someone who understands who can reach out who can pull you out of that and actually get you to like you know go on with your life and live your life um and then Christ is just like no you know um find you know find solace in the fact that you know there are people all over the world you know there are christians all over the world who can sympathize who are going through the same struggles that you're going through um so that's actually comforting to know that no matter what i know that i am not alone you are not alone and that's a lie from the enemy if you're hearing that now and, and you're going through something by yourself doesn't mean that you're alone mm-hmm. right um yeah so if you're hearing that lie that no one is for you no one cares about you everyone is too busy they're not too busy to love you they're not too busy to show up for you so just wanted to speak against that lie but another way that we can waste our life in our 20s is to be concerned with image is to also yeah i'm gonna speak it is to also spend above our means why are we doing that like why who are we trying to prove our value and worth to? I'm not even going to be around. <laughs> I'm just, just to speak, just, just tell the lie right now. It's a life of the pit of hell that if I do not go to this or I cannot have this or I do not have this, then I'm not worthy or I, I'm not someone of value. It's a lie. From the pit Can of hell. you hear my clap? It's a lie. Hallelujah. If you want to waste your life in your 20s, be concerned about your image. But if you want to not save your life, but if you want to make sure that your life is of good purpose or good value, 
Be concerned with what God has called you to do. Come on. Whatever your hands find to do, begin to do them, you know? And don't spend above your means. Spend below your means. If you're getting more money, it's not an opportunity to get more cars. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Let's stop that. Why do we need to wear what we earn? Let's stop it. You know, just because you're earning 50K doesn't mean I need to be seeing Gucci every single time. Gucci from head to toe. You don't need to wear what you earn. So another don't waste your life by living above your means, but live in the way that God has called you to do and spend below your means. What you gotta say about that finance analyst? Honestly, that is that is so that is so perfect. That is so perfect. Because I'm just like, yeah, because I remember um learning in uni when we were doing um SFPs, um uh when we were just taught to like you know overstate um in terms of like budgeting um overstate um your your outgoings and underestimate your incomes <laughs> so like you know if you're budgeting just say you know what let me just assume i'm going to make less and um no, let's assume yeah i'm going to make less um and spend more that way when the budget comes <laughs> and then at the end of the month you're just like i actually have left more left and you're just like, yeah, <laughs> savings. That's a that's a good savings. <laughs> that's a good rule. I'm gonna take that because I think in my mind, something that I do is, yeah, but you know, I've got money. It's fine. Like this money's coming in, and then you think that you can that spend is a life in the pit of hell as well <laughs> because because you have more money coming in, and so it makes you spend more than you actually were gonna spend mm-hmm. because you have anticipated the money that you haven't, you don't have yet. But if you're anticipating money that you don't have yet, you should also anticipate obstacles that you don't have yet does Believe that make me, sense because they, in your 20s they come oh they come they do they come they do they especially come. Uh, yeah, in your 20s like the the amount of unexpected expenses that roll up in your <laughs> in your month is just i'm uh, i just find it very very funny uh i think i think a clear example of this is like last year um, we had so many friends getting married, God bless. And it was such a blessing, um, to see our friends, but then, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't properly budget for that. Um, <laughs> I'm like, because my budget, my budget is made, but then with the weddings that just came up, obviously they told us ahead of time, but then if they told you in that one year, I'm just like, that wasn't in the year's budget. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what to make of that. that. Yeah, yeah. So like the unexpected expenses will come. So if you're covering yourself with like, you know, you know, your finances, then you'll be fine. Hallelujah. So don't waste your life by being about image and living above your means. Um, last one. I'm going to say one and then I'm, we're going to talk about one. Yeah. So if you want to, if you want to waste your life, if you want to waste your life, feed an addiction. Ooh. And there's a line that the enemy wants to say to you. He's going to say, you can do this tomorrow. You can kill this tomorrow. You can make the sacrifice tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But this is, this, is, this is what I always have to remind myself. If I don't sort it out today, I'm not sorting it out tomorrow. 100%. It's, it's just, it's, just 100%. it's a mentality. It's a mentality that you just have to put in your brain. I can do tomorrow today. You know, if it's in your power, you can do tomorrow today. Don't get me wrong. If there are things that you have to do and situations that you have to be in, all that kind of stuff, logistically, if it doesn't make sense, it don't make sense. sense. (laughs) But if something, if it's something that you can do and there's time to do it, do it today. 
do it today. It is a mentality that you have to build into yourself that in order to fight this addiction, I'm not going to wait until I'm 30. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? So yeah, that's just, you know. Uh, you know, I have time. I have time. Yes. Another lie. I have time to sort this out. I have time to obey. Tomorrow's I have time promise. to say no to, to lust. I have time to say no to greed. I have time to say no. Do it today. Do it yeah. today. Um, as it says in Proverbs 11 verse 6, the righteousness of the upright delivers them, but the treacherous are taken captive by their lust. Mm. So we want to be on guard and vigilant to whatever we see in our lives that we don't want to see in our future. Let's not wait until tomorrow to deal with them, right? Do them now. So this is the last one that we're going to discuss and then we're going to close. Another way to waste your life is to avoid accountability. Because I think sometimes we we convince ourselves that we can change by ourselves, or we can't, we convince ourselves that the only person that cares about us is ourselves. Do you know what I mean? And we're like, oh, I'm going through this. I'm just gonna figure it out by myself, um, yeah. and I won't, I don't want to be a burden on, on anyone else. But if you deep it, if everyone is saying that we don't want to be a burden, then no one is really being burdened. <laughs> no one, no That's one true. is being burdened. It's it's a lie that we're believing because the enemy doesn't want us to confess or expose what we're going through or bring to light what we're going through. Mm-hmm. So the lies often sound like oh, you don't want to burden them, you don't want to inconvenience people. Just sort it out by yourself, deal with it by yourself, and then bring other people in. Mm-hmm. But if you want to waste your life, avoid accountability. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Hundred percent. Oh, because accountability is so important, guys, and it it, it goes back to one of the re- uh, um, what we said before, like the importance of like community. We weren't made to be an island, you know. We were made, you know, to support one another, and that means supporting ourselves and you know struggles and in our um and in our you know um successes, um and because like yeah. that lie about like I don't want to, because it's very easy to just be like I don't want to burden anyone, and then like you you. And even that is a lie, like feeling that you reaching out to a sister um, or brother in Christ uh, is burdening them. Um, because like what you say to yourself is that like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm a bother. They don't want, to, they don't want to support me. You know, they don't want to actually help me get through this, you know, because that, that word burden in itself is kind of just like, it's just so negative. Like, you know what I am, I am, I am, retra- I'm detracting from their life by coming to them with my problems and, you know, problem, you know, problems can be heavy, but then like you're, you know, in Christ, you know, helping your, like helping your family come up, you know come out of something in Christ is like one of the best things that we can do, you know, and cause then we come through and then we can smile and rejoice together. So like in the moment, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard. Um, but then you come through together, um, being able to celebrate each other together, celebrate with one another that you have 100%. come through. And I think yeah. another lie that the enemy will definitely use is that guilt and shame that this, this thing that you need to be held accountable, um, with, it is so bad mm-hmm. that if you were to present, you will never be looked at the same again. Yes. You know, it's... People uh, will not love you anymore. Exactly. You cannot tell them. You, it's, a uh, lie. it's such a stain on your life that you cannot, you cannot yeah. bring this out to light. And I'm just like, ah! 
it's yeah, it's I, I feel like it's one of the enemy's favorite lies to tell us mm-hmm. because it's like it's very easy to kind of like fall into that trap of believing it, you know, to believe that like oh, this is this is a stain, <laughs> this is dirty, <laughs> you know, I'm no longer clean. But then like you you know have to remember that you know in Christ you know <laughs> Christ has cleansed us, you know, you know He's like He's helped us to go away from this old life and bring us into new, and so we are not you know we're not living in shame, we're not living in this, like this guilt. Um, so it's very just important yeah. to remind yourself of truth. And in those hard moments, <laughs> sometimes you can't do it. So you need the accountability because you need someone to actually mm-hmm. like say, hey, 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 like that's a lie. This is truth. Because sometimes you can't trust your own mind. You can't trust your own thoughts. They lie. <laughs> 100%. 100%. This is something that I have to remind myself and probably for the rest of my life. But I, I never want to convince myself that I, I am all I have in this world and I can mm-hmm. only trust myself, you know? Um, because you will face disappointment with people. People will disappoint you. 100%. They will. They, do you know what I mean? And they're not God. The they're not. And sometimes the enemy will use that disappointment as fuel to your fire to say, see, you can't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. See, I was right. You should be alone. See, no one cares about you. It's a lie. Sometimes it's just worth making excuses for people, especially if you know their heart. Yeah. If Shelly didn't pick up my call, I'm not going to say, oh my gosh, she hates me. She never wants to speak to me again. Oh my gosh, um, what's going to happen? There are different options. Um, she was asleep. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> she, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. she was She was. reading a book. That's, that's very true. That's true. very true. Um, she was at the cinema. That's also probably true. Very and true. just considering <laughs> that person's heart towards you is of good and not of evil. And from that place, begin to make excuses, right? Or begin to consider another world. Because you're already considering another world. You're already yeah. considering that they don't love you. Why don't you consider a world that is good rather than bad um, for you? So that's one way to waste your life. You can avoid accountability. Um, yeah. And, and think that, you know, you, can, you have to change by yourself and you don't need other people. Hey, Father Lord, help us to believe that your idea to be together um, and to be in your word and to love you and to know you is a good one. Because those things are in the eternal things bucket. Um, And those things will last forever. Um, And that impact will be generational. Hallelujah. Um, And those seeds will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Come on. But just just to recap, things that we can do to waste our life. Um, we can wait to live. Um, we can be focused on self. We can be focused on image. We can feed an addiction. We can believe that life is all about ourselves. We can avoid accountability. But if we want to make sure that our life, you know, is profitable and is um, is in service to humanity, as my dad loves to call it, <laughs> um, we we can give it away. We can live in service to other people. We can live. Um, not for ourselves, but for what God wants to do in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, we can live below our means. We can um, offer our hand um, of openness and vulnerability so that we can receive accountability. You know, there's so many things um, that we can do, but those are just some points from the article from Jonathan Papuda on Desiring God that I wanted to highlight um, because the temptation is real to live for yourself. 100%. So real. Um, but we want to come up to a higher calling um, and live um, for God's purposes in the grand scheme of things and make decisions and make priorities 
based on what he has called good and not we or not what we have called good. So any closing thoughts that you want to add, Shelley? And then I'll say bye to our listeners. Um, I think um, be very intentional with how you live your life so that you ensure that you're not wasting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not something that you can do in your subconscious, is it? Mm-hmm. Have to be brought forward 100%. Well, thank you so much for listening um, and for taking time with us today. Yep, it's definitely a day when you listen to that. <laughs> I would say today or yesterday, but it doesn't happen that way. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we hope to hear you, or actually, I hope you hear us on the next, next podcast. And yeah, see you soon. Bye. Bye. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.